What's up everyone? Welcome to the Tier 1 Podcast. I'm your host, Ternan, and this is the first normal episode of the show. You can go back and listen to the preview episode where I tell you a bit about how the podcast came around, what you can expect going forward, and how I found it so far. This episode I'm joined by Camille, he's one of my good friends, type of friend you don't speak to in about six months, and then uh, you just pick up the conversation where you left off. Uh, he's an exceptional martial artist, great boxer, he makes me laugh loads, and he's a, a great lad on a night out. Uh, we talk in the show a lot about Thai boxing and Tiger's Gym, a place where we met and close to both our hearts. If you like the show, let me know what you think about it. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and um, get in touch via there. So, here it is, my conversation with Camille Case. Okay, mate, we're on. Are we going? Yeah, fucking Boom. hell. Let's do this. All right, Camille. Um, this is the podcast. Uh, we're going to find out a bit about you, my good friend for many a year. Damn straight. <laughs> you just got real now, didn't it? All right, Camille, so let's start um, where we first met, actually. Uh, we met at Tiger's <laughs> Gym. Uh, we were both very young at the time, I guess. Jesus, we? I reckon I would have been, because I started Tiger's when I was, what, seven and a half, maybe eight years old. Yeah, I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, and yeah. My dad brought me down when I was about um, five-ish, a uh, bit after that. And, yeah, just got into Thai boxing, well, whatever it Whatever Thai boxing is, a yeah. Tiger's gym, we'll get into that, yeah. I'm sure. Like, Man. Well, well, yeah, exactly, but, um, but no, I do I do remember it sort of vividly because there's always, as Patrick, is you and Patrick. <laughs> oh, yeah, I always P. forgot about Patrick. Yeah, yeah exactly, because I remember when, when I came down, is I remember seeing you and you and Patrick, actually, mm. you guys are always, always doing parts together, and it was obviously quite clear who was, who was better and who wasn't. <laughs> um, and I actually started off doing pads with Patrick before I started doing pads with you. All right, um, yeah. And then I think one day Patrick just didn't show up or something like that, and then hit it off went from there yeah do you remember um, not only Patrick but do you remember Ibrahim oh man do I remember Ibrahim yeah those two were peas in a pod <laughs> stylistically wise literally I mean uh, I don't know I don't want to sound arrogant but it's like I almost felt like a different level yeah absolutely I mean if you think about it's not arrogant it's just like some people are really good at one thing like you might be really good at fucking maths yeah yeah that's not me. Not me either. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do time boxing. Yeah, no, yeah. It's probably a product of doing time boxing. Getting fucking Can't punch numbers, head. but I can punch people. Yeah, get punched in the head too much. <laughs> Literally. That's, that's probably why I'm not good at maths. So that's how we first met. Mm. But uh, I think I've probably our friendship probably grew a lot from those years where we were just, we were going, I mean, we were still young, but we, we trained pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, legit. Like, I just remember Saturday mornings in and out. Because it got to the point where like I remember like I felt as though like we went through like a stage where we were just like on the march doing pads and then as soon as that like, kind of like transformed into like going into the ring and just doing our own shit from there like mm. that's of course yeah yeah because that's like when we started like having like a proper conversation like like we do now but like we used to just talk about random shit but like from there I think that's where it really just kicked off absolutely because there was back in that that day there was like the whole what we call now I guess the old guard of yeah, people yeah. like your Brendans your Maxes your golden Nick. era yeah people who are just absolutely savages yeah and yeah. Um, we just learnt so much from them I think about Thai boxing yeah then, no, totally but eventually I guess we became we kind of just replaced them because eventually I mean for one reason or another you know they, they, they dropped, dropped out off. I mean not Again, dropped out of Tigers I mean they still kept like Brendan kept yeah, training yeah, yeah. Yeah, Reese moved away Max I'm not sure what, Max got really into um, CrossFit I think yeah he did yeah. yeah no he did actually I remember that um, no I, I remember having a conversation with him and he was saying he does love it to be fair but then same same, same with all those guys like even Nick like obviously like Nick got into his relationship and just, his life was going good so I wonder if Nick actually met uh, Janine at Tigers See, this is what I've always thought, but I think actually he did tell me at one point. I can't exactly remember. I can't remember exactly what it was, but like I think it was through Tigers, mm. um, and those two like two peas in a pod, literally. Yeah, so. they're meant for each other. Yeah, yeah, quite. They're literally. both just hardcore motherfuckers. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> if there's anyone on this planet that does scare Nick, it probably is only Janine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Totally. Yeah, he's not an easy man to scare, but uh, Fuck no. she's a scary lady. She is, but she's super. She's super friendly. Like she's a nurse. She's like she, yeah. <laughs> she's super friendly. Guess, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. You'd be, you'd be ricking it if you like got needed some stitches. Oh, totally. And Janine's like, I'm gonna stitch stitches. You. I trust her. Yeah. Oh yeah, I trust her. <laughs> I trust her. Like you got no choice. You gotta trust her. Yeah. Um. So then we started. Um. We started teaching. Yeah, yeah. Um. We teaching in a loose fashion. I mean, yeah. 
it was freestyle like, totally like, i mean mm. it wasn't always freestyle i mean we did do pretty like uh like i mean my warm-ups were definitely freestyle like but i'll just be i remember one time gary actually told me off because i'm a guy my free my um, warm-up was like 25 like maybe 30 minutes because I, I was <laughs> shit at timing so i right. never i would never look at the clock i'd just be like press ups press ups you got that press-ups. bmt isn't it yeah yeah exactly i'm always in that bmt right there um <laughs> so, <was> black <laughs> <laughs> just to let you guys know um but now like for me like just just doing do actual warm-ups themselves it was just straight up freestyle and clue what I was doing. And after a while, I realized they were kind of tough. And then people were saying, oh, never like, oh yeah, I'm doing the warm-up. Like, oh, oh, why? Mm. But then when it was you, like yours were good, but they were structured. Like, right, yeah. I think you, I think, you know, you got the whole, you got the whole military background and all that. And you, that was that time when you were like going, started like different types of training. Yeah. And you really incorporated a lot into that, so. Do you remember the first time you were made to do a warm-up? The first time I was made to do a warm-up? <sighs> That would have been like a grading. So it would have been like probably when I was doing maybe like my brown belt, something like that. Mm. I think Gary was like, yeah, you've got, you've got to do, you've got to do your first one. I was nervous, man. Absolutely. Because really we'll put, we'll put a pin in this just, I won't come back to it. But yeah, just yeah. for people that are listening and going like, that I know something about Thai boxing, they're like, brown belt in Thai boxing? <laughs> so at Tiger's gym, there is a completely bullshit system <laughs> that has nothing to do with Thai boxing. No. I think there's 10 belts. Yeah, and um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love I love Gary Michelle to death. Yeah, yeah like, totally. It's a home way away from home. It's Tigers, but um, in some like kickboxing, maybe or somehow mm-hmm. they put a grading system along with Thai boxing, which it's not even a bad grading system. It's not. Um, but it's got nothing to do with Thai, bo- like legit Thai boxing. No, um, which uh, you don't know when, like when we when we started, when we were like a young kid. We didn't know. No, exactly. You don't know the full authenticity no one told of you. it. Yeah. No, you so, think, oh, I can be a black belt. Damn, yeah, I'm, I'm going to train for that. Fuck yeah! And then like you come, you see some. Um, I mean, we're in Leeds, and maybe the best best Thai boxing gym in Europe is Bad Company. Oh, like oh, a yeah. few miles away, we got savages like Lee yeah. Morrison and well, that. There you go. Exactly. You got to tell him you're a black belt. He just <laughs> just, <laughs> just one leg sweeping like, like, uh, not even like black belt wear yeah he, he, I, I don't think he'd even laugh at you I think he'd just be like completely shocked yeah yeah like um okay yeah um the, the actually pe- the people that own um bad company train here um oh for real yeah yeah legit yeah I met them a couple times and the, and the kids they're, they're super nice what is it oh, um, I've never but, been I do actually want to go we should go one time and just, just see where uh, mix it up because the thing is, like, when I went to um, went to Thailand, like, even though I'd been training probably, like, 10 years at the time, mm. like, the guys that, that was, like, this Japanese guy that was training for, like, three years, he was fucking legit as well. He yeah. was, like, super flexible, could kick like a motherfucker. He was, like, my my build. For like, real. Rips. But, um, like, my 17-year-old build, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, not, there wasn't much of him, just, like, a little bit of fat. <laughs> um, I, like, I like you, so it's, like, my build, but ripped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... What did we put a pin in? What were we going to come back to? Um, warm-ups, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah warm-ups. So, for a warm-up, Tiger Gym, despite all the shit we just talked, is crazy popular. Oh, yeah. Oh, it always, it always is and it always will be. It is a brilliant gym for people, like, socially. Uh-huh. Like, if a you A lot more now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, the past five years, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, probably... We got a lot of students cl- coming in, uh-huh. and from that, obviously, nights out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the spas more regularly. Mm-hmm. I don't remember too many in the spas when I was a kid, to be honest. No, there wasn't. Yeah. There, there really wasn't. I think uh, Graham and Michelle have definitely upped the ante on the amount of in spas they're having now. Well, they make they make a lot of money out of it, and we'll, oh, yeah. we'll go into that in a second. But um, so yeah, you've easily got what twenty people on the map. Oh, easily. And we're we're you know. Mid mid teen years, about that. Probably about that. So, uh, yeah, because I think I, if anything, I probably stopped when I was about eighteen. So mm. we we're probably yeah, like fifteen, yeah. sixteen, maybe fourteen. You know, and to stand up in front of like twenty adults. Jesus, yeah. That's legit. That's like that's mega legit. Yeah, exactly. Because you got to think about it, like they've come here. That's Saturday morning, whatever morning it is. They've paid. They've paid, yeah. They're, yeah, they've paid the money, and then you've got like what I don't know, fifteen, sixteen year old kid in front of you. Yeah, he's been going longer than you, but even still, it's that kind of like, like. You're the authoritarian in the room, like yeah, like all eyes at. are on you. Yeah, yeah, precisely. And you're like telling. That's crazy, isn't it? When that's you think it. Back on it. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I remember those points where 
I'd kind of, I mean, I was super prepared for everyone. I was super prepared. Like in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm going to attempt to do press ups and I'm going to attempt to do sit ups. That's that. I know that. But then when I got on the mat, I was like, oh shit. Okay. Sprint for about five minutes whilst I think about the next exercise <laughs> I want you to do next. That was, li- that was literally it. But even still, like once you get into it and get your confidence and once you find your voice, like it was, it was fine. Yeah. Um, but like at the start, I was, I was super nervous. That's a big part of it, finding your voice. I mean, oh, yeah. you got to really project your voice because there's people, there's the new, there's the new person's corner, isn't there? Yeah, the yeah. Oh, yeah. At the back, near the door. You took it away and you're like, you can't have from me, boy. I see you. <laughs> I see you trying to struggle doing them press-ups. I see you. I'm coming for you. You on your knees, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off your knees, boy. No, for real. No, yeah, because the thing is, you'll have those, you'll have the new guy in the corner, then like towards the back, you'll have, you'll have people like chatting, like, you know, they're, they're oh, the yeah. people who've been there. The guys in the ring. You. That's me. Yeah, That's yeah. me. That's that, me yeah, now, that, yeah. That, yeah, exactly. But even still, like, I kind of, I think when I was doing warm-ups, I kind of made a point of addressing them, even though I know they've been going maybe as long as me, they, mm. they know the shit. But like, for me anyway, when I was the one at the front of the class instructing everybody, if I've got like three people in the corner just chatting away, yeah. it not only distracts me, but I also kind of feel like I'm not, these people are, are kind of not realizing that, you know, maybe he's not fully capable of doing this if he can't control everyone in the room. So I it was, you. and like for me, like at the start when I didn't have my voice and hearing that kind of shit, it was like, well, well just people are talking, you get knocks confidence quite a bit. But when I just like silence and then everyone's just like listening yeah. to you, then you know, you know you're the shit. You got quite a same similar style in that to Nick, do you think? Uh yeah. Like the thing is like the only reason is because like with Nick, like I love Nick's warm ups. And the only thing is what really annoyed me is like in especially in Tiger's gym is that whenever Nick would like take a lesson, like beginning to end, he would literally go out of his way to make sure you learn something and not only learn it but you learn to do it right. Yeah. Um and those warm ups were hard. And he'd just make you repeat and doing the same movement over and over and over again. Like coming out of that session, you'd realize you've learned something. But for a lot of people, I think who went there, it just wasn't for them. It was too tough. Um, which kind of links to your, to your previous point saying it's a very good place, you know, for like a social gym, like yeah. socializing and stuff like that. But if you want to. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, because there's the people that come there for the social aspect. But mm. I remember like. I'd pride myself sometimes on how difficult my warm-ups were. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People will be, t- you know, they'll they find it difficult. Uh, and looking back, maybe that wasn't the best kind of thing to do. Like, yeah, no, um, okay, no, I get that. But I think towards the end of it, I did I did learn that. And I, I really focused on having an advanced class. No, advanced class. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're doing air quotes right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, advanced class, uh, difficult warm-up so I mean I'd have people in the press-up position for so fucking long yeah yeah and, I, and I'd yeah I'd do what did I do I'd do um, um, still on effort I'd do like sprints on effort so if you know I'd be like sprint the spot so, yeah and then we can stop when you know when you all put enough effort, put effort in, in. that was me yeah yeah literally that kind of shit or I'd um and make everyone do press ups. I'm just gonna say like you gotta do fifty. I'm gonna count one of you. Yeah. If yeah. anyone skips out, we can just start again. <laughs> Lately, I literally like stuff as well. Like you know, like counting them down. Like I'll count down your press ups, and then you get, when you get down to one, you just keep repeating one, yeah. one yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Just mentally, like because because yeah. the thing is over, and I guess it's it's good training. I mean, that helps you in a fight, you know. Um, well, but, that's it. But you know, on those easy ones, I'd make them so easy. Like uh, towards the end, I, I'd literally would do like. Bit of jogging the sport, bit uh-huh. of, you know, bit of like active mobility kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I would just get into training because I think towards the end, like you're doing an hour and a half class, and you're doing like twenty minutes of a warm up, and then like another maybe five ten minutes of stretching. It's like we could we could just you know get pretty loose, and then um, just get straight into training. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, this, like that's it. That was like the one of the bad things is like when we did like putting like a really hard warm up. You got to bear in mind that you've then got to stretch them off, and then they've actually got to have enough energy to start like training. Yeah. Um. And like one of the things is like in the actual session, if they weren't one of the things that I've actually started to realize now, if they're in the session they weren't necessarily doing it the way I wanted them to do it, or mm. I didn't really feel as though they weren't putting enough effort in, then maybe it's because I probably was like beasting them a little too hard at the start of the session in the warm up. Yeah. Um. Which is just something you have to consider, but you don't. You kind of don't. Re- you only realize that with experience. Like the more times you do it, the kind of more times you see yeah. it really. Well, something I wanted to get back to was um. If you were able to chat to your 15-year-old self and you were going to give him advice about yeah. that first time you got to stand up and maybe not, maybe it's not even just doing a warm-up, but it's basically public speaking almost. Yeah. I'd say it's even more difficult in a sense because yeah. you've got people 
that I mean, are paid to come see you and have an expectation of. Well, that's it. No, you no, you're right. Um, I, I, one thing I'd actually, I wouldn't say. I, one thing I'd say is definitely is what you're doing now is right because there's been positions where, actually, me doing Thai boxing from such a young age and actually being thrown into the deep end where you're having to teach adults and telling them what to do. Um, for me played a big part in other opportunities I ended up going into later on in life mm. um, especially like in high school when I did things like um, I became an anti-bullying ambassador part of that was going to the actual Diana Awards and speaking publicly there and other things like um, within like the black community there's um, a Young Black Achievers Award Right. Um, which is again hosted by like the black community within Leeds themselves, and a part of part of that was me going to um, going to the actual event itself and speaking about like my experiences as not only just being a young black male, but also be my experiences being being a black male doing things that not a lot of um, black kids our age do. Are, black kids our age just do in general. Mm. Um, so I think something as small as being stood in front of I don't know twenty people. And learning to like you know trying to control the room and get them to listen to you, um, whilst whilst forcing them to do exercise, something that they may not necessarily be that in in the mood to do at an early age, at an early time in the morning. Sorry, um, really did play a big part in me being able to do those other things as I got older. So I think going going back to what I'd say to myself was like, what you're doing now is great, um, but I just say just, just stick with it. I mean, you're gonna get older, you're gonna find going out and girls, blah blah blah. <laughs> but just stick, try and stick with the training as much as you can. Because there's so much more you could get out of it. Yes, yeah, like I really think you made a good point there. Like it, you think at the time it, you're just doing it to get the yeah, yeah. to get the belt. Like yeah, is what yeah. we were doing it Precisely. for. Like oh man, I just got to do this. And eventually, I actually did enjoy it because I just enjoyed thrashing people. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I learned Super so cool. much. Like you're looking back, like man, fucking hell. Like if I, if I look at how it's helped me later, like yep. I'm really good at doing presentations now. Like mm. standing up, speak, speak in front of a class, no problem. Um. And, I, and I've had to do it a few times, like when I was in the Marines and you get like, uh, I eventually got a section IC tape, it was just like a t- team leader kind of thing. Oh, um, cool. And uh, we have to give like, you've got, got to give out little orders yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that. Was, I mean, it was nothing big, but um, Still just, just being able to speak in front of a group is something that not a lot of people can understand. I think No, and we, not everyone's comfortable doing yeah. it. Really what about are. just um, just in general, how, how did Thai boxing, I think, yeah. change your confidence growing up um i mean confidence wise uh i don't i think when you're young and you do martial arts especially when, you, when you're young doing martial arts and you go into school there's this stigma around that oh he does martial arts he's hard like mm. don't mess him don't mess with him and fuck you up kind of thing mm. um and like i'm not i'm not a naturally aggressive or naturally violent person only when you know the circumstances herald it and i am controlled um, aggression yeah. yeah precisely that's what wins the war man um so for me, having that kind of, kind of having that people knowing that about me, I think in a certain sense did kind of like ward off any of that kind of um, kind of negativity towards, oh, you know, fight you, blah, blah, blah. Cause I kind of know, kind of know what I'm doing. But for me, I wouldn't be in that position. I would never try and put myself in that position where I have to then use that. So that kind of made me confident in the fact that knowing that people would stay away from kind of broaching a subject like, potentially putting themselves in a situation where I'm going to have to hit them, even though mm. I know full well, probably not going to hit them. Like, what's the yeah. point? Um, so for me, that kind of built my confidence because I knew like, okay, I don't have to do anything, but yet people are still are still wary of something like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, regardless of that anyway, I think the martial art itself did teach me quite a lot of just, just general like focus, like any martial art, focus, discipline, and um, and the ability to control your aggression. Uh, and f- and the thing is, when you have something like belts to work towards, which is a, a big positive about the actual belting, the grading system, yeah. is that, you know, it keeps you keeps you on track. And even though I did kind of take a big gap out, um, of a big, big gap of time out when I was actually learning to do my belts, um, I still persevered and you got it in the end. Like, when I finally got my black belt, I was like, wow, holy shit, I've just achieved, like, the highest level in something. And I'm not necessarily the kind of person who will always finish things. So when I did mm. kind of finish that, I was like, yeah, okay, I feel good about myself. There is something there I can do. So as I get older, there's no reason why I can't continue to do yeah. other things like that and finish them. Yeah, I don't really thought about it like that before. Like, the grading system is, mm. is like, I guess when you're going, oftentimes you won't have something, like a little, those little goals to go yeah, to. Yeah. Like, I guess your biggest thing is like what you think about, like your next little exam or whatever, like your yeah, SATs, yeah. things like that, sats and that. But 
Yeah, I guess I, I get where you're coming from. I think what you're really speaking about is humility and yeah, totally. um, ego. Because like, totally. you didn't need to, I think when you're getting into, you know, people that get into fights are the ones that are very kind of insecure it's about good, themselves. Yeah, 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 precisely. And they need to kind of try to be the alpha male. But mm-hmm. when, when you know you can fuck shit up, uh, yeah, you don't need to be like exactly. that. You, like you know, like it's stupid to get in the fight. Because yeah, I think that's what makes it so similar, though, because you like we both know very, both very, we know that what, what we're capable of doing, basically. So there's no need to overexert yeah. ourselves and put ourselves into a yeah. situation where either well, we could potentially get in trouble or hurt someone. But yeah, because it's, it's it's humility as well. You got like think, you know, I, I'm you know I'm okay at Thai boxing mm. and. You know, if if the guy that's untrained came up and he's on the street, you know, about the same size and that kind of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd probably fuck him up. But yeah. you don't know that guy. That guy could be a fucking Sambo master. Yeah, exactly. You know, so like you better just, just put out some yeah. capoeira at your ass. Yeah, yeah. Like. He could be some fucking legit judo champ, Brazilian yeah. jiu-jitsu, and he goes to the floor and that's it, you're dead. Or he's <laughs> got a knife, and then you're definitely dead. Yeah, and he's got a knife or a fucking nine mil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fatality. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, you just don't fuck with shit. I think when no. you know, when you when you get the shit beaten out of you a lot, you just don't fuck with other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like I, I remember being as a kid, just being really fucking annoyed at the world. Like it sounds, it's embarrassing to talk about because you're talking Ooh, about like, like, like your five year old self yeah, being annoyed yeah. at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean like and you're, you're in your twenties now. You're, you're starting to realize, okay, I've actually got reasons to be annoyed. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like I feel like when I started tie boxing, you get the aggression out, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, I'm so laid back. Yeah, like, yeah super chilled. I don't smoke weed, but. I think I really definitely shouldn't because yeah. I'm so laid back right now. <laughs> You'd be too I feel chill. Like I just feel like I'm in coma. <laughs> <laughs> Not waking um, up yeah. until like 40 or something like that. Yeah, that, that's that's legit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so somehow I always want to know about you, Camille, is... Um, we've both grown up with brothers. Yeah. But um, we've not really talked about it too much. Um How, how old is... Uh, is Karim, isn't K- it? Kareem. Kareem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how much old is he? He's 20, he turned 23 this year. Okay, so he's my age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm turning 23 next year, next next year, next month. Um, And you're 19, are you? 20. You're turned 20 in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, how, that's how long it is since I saw you last. To be fair, yeah, like, yeah, well, I did see, like, what was it, November or something? I think it was been, like, November or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Close to then. Did no. I have tattoos then? No, you didn't. Yeah, so I got my first tattoo in, like, mid to end of November, I think. Yeah, no, you, yeah. I remember you showing me on Pinterest, so... Right. I think right. it was definitely was November. Yeah. So did you guys get on when you were growing up? Oh, man, still do. Like, like best friend. Like, yeah. forever. Like, me and my brother, I know some people, because, like, some some people I know who do have brothers just, just don't get on mm. well. Like, they're just, they're just two completely different people. And, like, though me and my brother are very different, we have very similar, like... The thing is, my brother... I've said this to him and he knows like and I, when I think about it, it probably is very accurate like 90% of like my music interest or like probably like 98% of my music interest and like knowledge comes down to come down from him like from mm. what he's taught me from what he's introduced me to like I think if it wasn't for having an older brother um, I would not be nearly as into like 90s music or even 80s music or even like well, look, my parents like seventies music, man. I love seventies disco. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but like, but no, me and my brother very good relationship. I mean, we're the kind of two where I mean, you'll experience it yourself that like you'll get into an argument, and the argument will only, you know, like boys, they'll have an argument. It can last so long, and then the next day, it's it's cool, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and we do, we do. When we were growing up, you know, I'm the, I was an annoying little brother, so I'd say stupid shit just to piss him off, just to get him to chase me or whatever. Um, and it worked. I know how to push his buttons, but I think especially when we got older, um, it got a bit harder because when he went to university, he was just like, I was just at home for like the next three years, just kind of just my parents and stuff. And it was it was all right. It's cool. It's a lot of my friends. But now that he's back at uni, back at back at home, it's like, it's just, it's just cool to be able to just go in someone's room and just be able to... Just, just have a chat like just about random stuff like yeah, you know, like you know, find like a spot on my bum today or something like that, and you know, it's just like it's just chilled. So me and my brother got that. We're, we're really close, and we'll just do anything for each other, like yeah, literally anything. But what about you though? Because I know you got well, you got, got two. Yeah, I got two brothers and a sister. Um, my oldest brother is my half brother, but yeah, I've never known him to be my half brother. Well, I don't, I don't my think... oldest sister is my half sister, and yeah. I just see her as my sister. So yeah, because. Obviously, when when I was born, no one told me he was like my half brother. So. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, mine was mixed race, so right. man, imagine how confused <laughs> I was. Like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on over here? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
see it, Bob. Bob's done my tattoos. It. Bob's, Bob's tattoo artist. He did my tattoos, yeah. and that's actually probably the most time I spent with him in the last oh, I don't know five years. Just when we get tattooed, um, and I guess growing up, I remember Bob being definitely the older brother. Yeah, because like, yeah. he, he's Bob's like about nine, I think maybe ten years older than me. Okay, no, eight eight years older than me. Yeah. Um, we watch like WWE. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. He'd be like fucking. He'd be like doing all the shit on me because <laughs> I'm like I'm like little Turner's <laughs> fucking rag doll. And so I'd be getting like last rided and he and he, uh, music yeah. Yeah. One time he he did the fucking last ride on me and uh, onto the sofa. Jesus Christ! But both my knees. <laughs> went Here we go. Back. Here we go. So I had my back hit, but my legs kept going. Both my knees hit both my eye sockets. Oh, and I had two black eyes. And this is going Double to primary punch. school. I'm like, I was about to school in the playground that day. <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher's like, Did your dad hit you? <laughs> Where's my dad? <laughs> dad said he, he uh, went out to get cigarettes. Uh, I guess he didn't have any because he's not been back in the last 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I've been just been watching all the um, Marvel movies again with my dad uh, getting ready for Infinity, Infinity yeah, Wars yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I got uh, Bob and we get along great um, I wish I just saw him now like, and that's mm-hmm. on me Like, he's got family now in Saltair and he's got two kids oh for real nice so but I mean they're growing up completely without me like I'm just being a lazy cunt and not getting over there enough <laughs> be a good uncle to them I should I mean my sister gets over there now and again Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I get a car, I think I'll you know go start visiting them more. Yeah, often. for real. And it'd be nice to do it now before they're in like school full time because they're they're free and one. Okay, yeah, free and one now. So soon, I mean, our theater's already in nursery and that, but you oh, know, shit. a couple of days a week. So yeah, I should really go over because you know, like, yeah. hopefully they'll know who I am. But <laughs> I mean, it was Who's hard the last man? just you know two years while I was away and that. But um, Raul, Raul is. Kind of like me and you, like, you know, yeah, I can yeah. see Raul once every six months and no we'll just pick up where we left off. Yeah. Um, That's the best thing about brothers though. It's yeah. no, it's nothing like, it's not like having like three friends and you pick up like normal small talk. It's, you, you might not spoken to your brother in like weeks and then, but then you'll just like pop up and it's, you know, you'll see each other randomly and then you just, you just go, literally go from the last conversation you had or anything like that. It's nothing awkward. That's what I love about it. It's like literally having a best friend that will literally always die for you yeah yeah i think that's what i've always been kind of chasing as well like raul and bob left left her bob left when he was 17 so i think i was you know nine ten mm. uh raul left quite early as well because he went to live with his mum for a few years yeah, yeah. um his actual mum which he wasn't happy about so it's just kind of me and sem for my little sister uh who you've met before yeah on a, yeah on a drunken night out yeah uh, man she's great <laughs> she's uh really she's, great God damn it. <laughs> um, so yeah, just me and Sam for me and Sam for like peas in a pod now. We're, yeah, we're, yeah. Me and Sam for completely different, like what we what we're interested in. Uh, but sense of humor wise, completely the same on the on the, on the money. Yeah, yeah, so that's why why we get along so well. Um, but it it does create quite a lot of friction sometimes. Friction, yeah, like, I was gonna say. Um, when we were growing up, you know, being so different, we hadn't really bonded like like we do now, where we go out and just get shit faced <laughs> um, and carry each other out. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of like, I'm, I'm, she's pretending like she's like my older sister, and because nah. she's like, you know, you know, like giving all that bullshit, and I'm like I'm just there trying to crack on with doing my <laughs> stuff, and she's like some weird because I'm not very social, and she's super social. So yeah, we, but as soon as she, uh, what happened first? I think I went to leave to the Marines first. Mm-hmm. No, she left for uni first. And I left that same year, I think, uh, to go to the call. Um, and yeah, as soon as, as soon as that happened, we were super tight. Like, yeah, as yeah. soon as we were out, we were out of each other's hair, I think it, we just, we were like, we were like best friends. Yeah. Um, and that's what I really like about Sam. I'm sure I'll have her on the podcast at some point. Yeah, too right, man. And we just talk about just random shit. She's a funny drunk. Like, I remember <laughs> yeah. that night she was just running everywhere and you're like, girl, get your ass back here. Not as black as that, obviously, but it was, it was, it was more or less. I was, like, I was a pretending to be a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Not girl, again. where you going again? Um, no, but I know what you mean. I think for me, when, um, I think that, I can't really remember it that well, but the time where me and my brother were together, obviously living at home before he went to university, like, 
really cool but I think I spent probably a bit more time with my friends and stuff like that I mean mm. um, because even though me and, me and Kareem are very similar we're just not necessarily into the same things as much um, but we, we are we kind of are kind of not like again there's me and my, my sport um, and him also in his, his film and then and like drama and all, all those kind of things media loves it all um, but I think definitely since him coming back to Leeds um, and living at home like we are a lot more um, social with each other. Like before, we'd like really never there's, like we go to cinema and stuff together, but there's never been a time where we've just gone for like really gone for like a drink together, or whatever. But we oh, do really? go to like gigs together. Like, yeah. he's not much of a drinker, or uh, no? Nah, well, that's the thing. Exactly, he's not. He's not Definitely. much of a drinker anyway. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, but that doesn't that, that doesn't really bother me whatsoever, really. But we go, yeah, exactly. Like we just got we we go, we go to cinema. We go like I said, we go to gigs. I had your house. Like they're really really cool. Yeah. Um, Thanks for the invite, Camille. <laughs> Sorry, man. I mean, you're, you're, you're you're a brother from another mother so don't worry I'll get, we'll get, we'll get you there soon okay. um, but yeah no love my brother we just wouldn't change him what does um, uh, I met your dad before haven't you you did yeah, yeah, yeah I met yeah. him a few times yeah yeah my dad's met your dad yeah. all that um, what does your dad do He's um he was project manager. He basically works in it's like social housing so um, okay. it's basically for like difficult and like di- difficult like like young adults really of not necessarily growing up with the same opportunities like you or I have had um, yeah. growing up. So like people like Asbos or people who dropped out of school or people who just like you single parents kind of things like that. It's getting them. It's about, it's about getting them housing um, uh-huh. within mainly, mainly within within West Yorkshire. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and like yeah, he just he just he project manages a team who um just take him like loads of different cases and it's weird though because he's been doing he's been doing that since I can remember. Um, and he works with people who have, over the years, he's worked with people my age consecutively, like year in, year out. Um, and I, I never really actually knew what he did for a longest while, it's like a couple of years ago. So, so when he, uh, when I did actually find out he was, he was working with people my age, um, I never, and I just, I almost couldn't believe it because it like, your perspective almost. um, yeah, but yeah, almost, but, but it's like, he never would bring that home. Right. So. Uh, so it kind of surprised you a bit. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I find it weird that he's speaking to not, well, people like me, but not necessarily like me on a daily basis, but coming home, it would just kind of seem like he's just been in the office with people his own age all yeah. day. But um, but he does have to go out and meet these people and interview with them and whatever. Um, so, yeah. Did he kind of keep it from you um, I know, I don't, like... No, no, he always told me, but like, I think my dad's actually very similar to me. I, I tried to keep work, work, work and, work and home separate, like, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong I'll, I'll always you know go out and like social things with work and stuff like that but yeah. I mean you know come in talk about my day um, that, and that's it and the same way my dad would but like wouldn't like going into it too much like mm. stresses him out work stresses everybody out but um, no I don't think he ever did it to it's like you know make it feel as though he's spending time with other children or he's having right. to you right, know, I get you. he's not like he's kind of withholding his love or something like that but no and it didn't bother me it was just very interesting to find out that's actually kind of like what he does yeah yeah so um do you, do you think you take after your dad quite a lot um yeah i think <laughs> me and my dad always like butt heads um but i think that's simply just because we are so similar um mm. and we both don't really care to uh um mention that uh we do know the we uh we're very we can be very opinionated and anything that I'll say he'll automatically disagree with it <laughs> anything he says I'll automatically disagree with it or I'll have a, an opposing opinion um, because we can be just like we can be very picky and integrated when it comes to certain things especially like when it comes to being very detailed about things right um, but at the same time we was like again I, I wouldn't change it for the world yeah. well, that's just, a good quality to pick up from somewhere I think yeah, I mean there's precisely. like being picky but then there's like attention to detail yeah yeah totally. and like in some some facets of life that'll be serve you really well well yeah exactly and, and, it, and it has done especially as far as like training and, and work goes mm. like you know anyone who pays attention to the finer details is someone you know who kind of cares about what they do and yeah. so you should so yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think the only time I've actually heard you mention your mum though is mm. One time, I think she might have been picking you up from Tigers. Yeah. And you were like, oh, shit, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Gonna get a, a oh, slap yeah. when he gets home. Oh, <laughs> like, when he gets to the car, you know. Never, never good sleep, my mum waiting. Never good sleep, my mum waiting. No, uh, I don't think there's any, any particular reason why I just 
haven't mentioned her. She's great, man. But yeah. she's one we don't want to get angry. No, I love my mum. I'm very again. I, I like I said, I'm 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 more like my dad than I care to um, care to say. But I am very much like my mum, both both looks wise and like kind of just like emotionally um, yeah. and personality wise. But um, our mum's just uh, for me is um, is kind of what I envision. I hope my own potential daughter or uh, potential wife or whatever would be like. Um, that's a really nice just, thing to say yeah I mean it's like you know I've grown up in a in a household where you know there's, there's been three three males including myself and then my mum but like she's like legit like the backbone mm-hmm. of it all um, and as a woman herself being a being a being a young being a professional who uh, you know does have a, I mean like I mean you know not trying to make it like a big thing but uh, being a woman who does have a full time job and has a family but also is, is actually the top earner in that family as well um, yeah, and you know here. has yeah. has reached quite high, quite um you know the heights in her in her career when she did have a career she retired now mm-hmm. um and then has gone on to do other amazing things like start her own charity and do oh, wow. um yeah and just do like ch- charity char- charitable things abroad and like in Africa um Ethiopia to be specific um and that's I think that's that for her seeing that from her has kind of like spurred me onto being charitable myself especially like in India and and blah 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 so. Yeah. Yeah, man, two role models right there. Two Absolutely, role models. Man. Yeah, we should um have a some kind of uh, family meal or sometime. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, what what are you still doing for work now? Uh, yes, I mean, she, well, she was working. In... No, sorry, what are you doing for work? Oh, me. Yeah. Oh, uh, yo, forget her. We don't speak about her no more. <laughs> um, now me, I work for a software company, it's a platform company to be specific. Um, basically, um, it's within the motor industry. It's called a company called Deal Track. Um. They've been they've been running for quite a few years now, but okay. essentially they they develop software um, within the within the motor and motor and finance industry. Uh, essentially, just makes it easier. Like for instance, if you want to walk into a dealership and go and buy a car um, on finance, then that uh, that dealer will then propose your know uh, your entire like your life basically, your credit score, your right. dress, car you want, blah blah blah, and they'll send that off to multiple lenders uh, like Barclays, Santander, blah blah blah. Um, and our system basically is just designed to make that entire process a lot more streamlined, a lot more easier, um, and a lot more hassle-free. So, okay. and yeah, but my but my side of the of the actual of the actual job itself is all uh, like it's like client side. So me is just being able to take um, inbound calls um, from customers who potentially are struggling with the system. Um, similar to that of a help desk, to be honest. But at the same time, it's um, I do outbound calls. It's like a bit like a car management, just to see obviously how they're getting on. Any places we can help out, and I only started in January, so yeah, because I think, yeah, yeah I, was, I was wondering if that they don't sound like the same thing you were doing last no, time. No. I saw, yeah, I was doing recruitment, yeah, so yeah. I, did, I did two apprenticeships in recruitment, and you know, don't get me wrong, it's good, it's, it's a good, it's a good job, but at the same time, it's like when I started to get into my boxing, and when you're doing a job where you start at eight o'clock in the morning and you could be finishing anywhere between half past five or half past seven because that's just that's just the world of recruitment yeah um it didn't work for me as much but there's no there's still no reason why i wouldn't go back into it i did, I did like it but it's just so demanding and so stressful and yeah i at that age of between uh 17 and eight, 17 and 19 mm. I, I wasn't really getting that much of a social life i wasn't getting as much of a social life as i wanted so so yeah this is something different but it works and so it's a grown company and if i do stay with the company i probably won't be in this role forever i kind of want to go into like marketing Okay. Because uh, that's that, that's what appeals to me at the moment. So, how would your boxing go? We're not really talking about that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, actually, let's go back, right back to the start. Why did you transition from Thai boxing to boxing? Um, I got my well. Once I got my black belt, um, I can't, I can't really, I can't really remember the specifics of it. But I remember getting my black belt, and I think for me it was either just going to training at continue training though it's not training but teaching at Tiger's Gym mm. and it kind of got to, it was at, at that point it was Tiger, Tiger's Gym where I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't be able to train them the way I want to train them like yeah. when I want to train people I want to I want to give them a hard session where one they feel like they've worked they feel like they've learned something and they go out like yeah I've really just got my money's worth out of that session Yeah, and I think with the kind of crowd that was coming to Tiger's Gym at that time I definitely don't think I would have been able to do that um, so I think that was part of it, and another part of it was you also want to try something. I want to try something different. Um, I did. It was actually I was teetering between ninjutsu. Um, Not really. Uh, yeah, yeah, and boxing. Um, but I think because I'd spoken to 
well, Gary kind of like steered me into boxing as well because mm. there's the boxing coach, Jason there and then Miller, everyone knows crazy Miller, man. Um, yeah, it kind of stirred me into it. And then once I got into it, I just, I just did. Um, I didn't know where I wanted to go with it. I know, I, I think I didn't know I wanted to do fights because I didn't do as many or any, I only did like a few interspars in entire boxing. So with boxing, it gave me the opportunity to, you know, do some amateur fights and test my metal so yeah. to speak because you're always like such a really skilled tie boxer that's the thing like yeah. you know the speed and you see the way you you think about mm-hmm. like you know you, your process in, in the ring was like yeah. like I was always really impressed um, but I think like what you're saying I kind of I understand a bit more now like what you're saying like yeah. when there was probably no more progression for you in tie boxing yeah, unless it. you went to a different gym yeah exactly like because Gary Michelle doesn't Really can, can't really teach you anymore. Yeah, than what what they've taught you so far, and probably wouldn't want to. If they could, they probably wouldn't. You'd need to be doing like private sessions like every day. Yeah, precisely. You'd what you can achieve in boxing, like over the course of a year, you might go up. You might get ten percent better. Yeah, yeah. What if you did a year of Thai boxing? You might get like one percent better. Yeah, you know precisely. So yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. I just like to slate boxes, you know me. Yeah, I, I know, I, I know. <laughs> I mean, I still do. Like, yeah. there's, there's still, there's still things in boxing that I will. There's still, sorry, there's still things in Muay Thai that I will try and definitely incorporate into boxing. Mm. Um, I mean, for me, it's especially Tiger's Gym and the way they teach us. Really, it's just about keeping your hands, keeping your hands up and up at all times. Like, yeah, you should yeah. have your guard up, but I mean, in Thai boxing, you can kind of afford to be a little bit more loose with it. Yeah. Um, and that's just simply just for just just making sure you get the right, the right angle, or even if it's just just using your arms to set up the kick, or whatever. And and for me, I I still try and incorporate that that kind of flexibility and not having to be so rigid with boxing. Yeah, they say you should be fluid and whatever, but there is still that rigidity there yeah. in just being in that constant stance with with tie boxing. It is not necessarily just switching stance. Like you don't always have to. You can stay in the same stance all the time, but it's being a lot more um almost like dexterous with your feet. I'd say yeah I so um so they're, they're kind of things I, I try to incorporate but I mean I do I do enjoy boxing uh had two fights won two fights yeah um unanimously tell me about them um first one sh- like shitting myself going into it yeah um I think I only really had a good three weeks really of preparation for it um so did you put in for it or was it like Miller going Camille you're fighting in three weeks it was um <laughs> how'd it go so like it was October last year and Jason was saying it was our boxing show, it was Tiger's Gym boxing show, so I did feel a bit more. Yeah. No, it was actually. Uh, I'm wrong. It wasn't. It was. Um, it was Sharky's. All oh, right, yeah, yeah it was Sharky's show actually. Um, and yeah, so I found out my opponent had two fights under his belt already. I think he he won one, and he yeah he won one, and he, he lost the other one. I think he lost the la- his last fight. He lost. Um, there's a couple of guys I trained with at, at, at the uh, in the amateur. Uh, classes and they they actually went to his old gym and they trained with him so I got a bit right. of insight and they were like yeah, yeah he, he's alright but I definitely feel like you get the win and that, that kind of put my confidence mm. up but it was my first fight so I was like yeah. these guys training with him m- months and months ago I don't know how he may have been found out about this fight ages ago and he's been busting his ass ready for it mm. but for me I was a bit like I was nervous and I remember leading up to it I was more and more nervous um, and then the day itself I was a. Uh, I found out I was the last person fighting, mm-hmm. and this was like in one of those kind of like big, you know, like, like old social clubs, right? Um, yeah. Like all like, yeah, like like working men's clubs and things like that. So it was like one of those, and there's a big, big ring, like raised up chairs everywhere, and it was packed. Friends and family came down, which was great. Um, people from Tigers, um, and I just remember like watching these fights. Like, and I was watching, I was like, holy shit, this is this is the real this is the real deal. Like, especially like because I don't fight with head guards. I'm a senior. I was like, this is a real deal. And then when it came to like the second to last, no, third to last fight, I was like, all right, I need to go warm up now. So I was in the gym. I remember just like Miller just like slapping me, like get, get me all warm. And I was like getting ready, just calming down, focused. And then the moment I stepped out into um, into like the hallways before we went into the ring, uh, there were the other two fighters on their last round. My opponent was actually right next to me. All right. Um, and I could I just see him in the corner of my eye, just like looking at me. I think he was like kind of looking at me like, so we could like, oh yeah, good fight, man. Let's, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, but I just ignored him, blanked, just completely blanked him and stayed focused. Um, and then I just remember like walking to the ring when they, when they, when they call like this fight. And then um, I was just like, people were cheering me, like patting me in the back going in. But I just like, it just went numb. Um, I went numb to it all. 
and and just just because I was focused. But yeah. when I got into the ring, you can just hear people like just cheering, shouting your name, cheering. His first time is really daunting. But when you got someone in front of you who is in there to lick your fucking jar off, goes quiet. Yeah, it goes like it, the the it quiets the storm. Um, and I just like I remember when that first bell rang, it was like slap in the face like a back like a pimp slap of reality <laughs> on the spot i was like ding 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 i was like holy shit this is real i've got to fight this guy yeah it was like it was like that it's like when you fucking late for school your mum starts waking you up she's like why it's just slapping. that's that's true that it was literally like that i was like fuck um got into it and that first round i was just like i was just i know i was just, my game plan was just keep him off the job i got a very really long spider monkey arms mm-hmm. so just keep him off from that and he's a bit shorter than me um, bit bit stockier, but he was shorter than me. Um, and I usually won that round. Just keep off the job. Um, not trying to be too aggressive, but even still, like I, I did, I did that round steady, but I was still like, as knackered by the end of it. I remember sitting down at the moment I sat down on my um bench after that first round. I sat down. I remember thinking to myself, "Oh my god, this isn't for me. I can't do this. I'm knackered. It's tiring." First round, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally after the first round, and then after that came back out and just demolished him for another two. Um, got a standing eight count, which really upped my confidence. Um, That's sweet. Yeah, and you know his family were there shouting for him, but he just wasn't good enough. But yeah, he was a cool guy. Um, and then, fully enough, he was actually the judge on my second fight. Oh, no way. No. How old yeah, was this honestly, guy? This he's like twenty two, I think. All right. Yeah, and I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize until the end of the fight, and I was like, hmm. Why is no one looking into this? How can my last opponent, <laughs> yeah, who I just sketchy. beat, judging my fight? I mean, it's a good job I did, like, in my last fight, sorry, um, a few weeks ago. Um, not nervous at all. Just wasn't wasn't nervous. I mean, after I got the first one, the Ray, I just wasn't nervous. I know I trained for it. I didn't try. I didn't get as much sparring in as I should have done, so I was a bit nervous on that point. But there was another guy who um, I trained quite closely with, uh, called Luke, cool guy. Unfortunately, he did lose his fight on the night, but he was his first one, and I think having that kind of nervous pressure next to me kind of like outweighed mine. So I kind of like I had this like perfect equilibrium of just feeling cool and calm. Yeah. Whilst he just took all the nerves. Um. But yeah, you know, no, came back to that one again. Five new friends just did the same thing again. Just, just outclassed him. Just outclassed him. Uh, my fitness was way better, um, and and I won. And 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 were you working a lot on your fitness before? Or was yeah, that just kinda... I mean, for me, like, yeah, definitely just started to like, incorporate a few more different things, especially like sprints. Um, definitely just, sprints. Uh, Miller, get you on a hill sprint hill at all? Yeah, 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 Fuck yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> and Colin as well. Like this this guy called Colin, he's just like. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's okay like Collins Collins when you you might have seen me he's bald he's bald yeah 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 um the black guy and he literally every session is like it's like I'm gonna give you a real workout not like a fucking David Lloyd or the fucking <laughs> edge none of that shit this is the real shit and I'm like yeah I'm like you legit just sound like you just stepped out of a movie Colin you, you honestly <laughs> do he's always slating David Lloyd I'm like I've never been like I'm like what's so wrong he's like I don't think he's actually got a reason he just he just he's just he just knows the now. client self yeah <laughs> <laughs> go um so i think i think i think he's been told off for just being too harsh to be to be fair i think that's what it is um i think he's been told off at the edge and at david lloyd so <laughs> what does he come here to do yeah, yeah like he, i think i think he's i think he's taught he's done personal training here or whatever and right. at the edge and and people are always responding to him that well i think i think you're calling get the message yeah. um but he just brings all his anger on us because he knows we'll do it um so yeah th- those guys really really pushed me um and i'm meant to be having another one on 25th of april uh, oh, jam. Uh, yeah, uh, but I've I went on a bit of a bender Easter weekend. Um, pff, Jesus Christ, not haven't trained since last Thursday. I haven't trained in a week. Jesus Christ, Ooh. exactly. Yeah, I'm meant to be fighting in two weeks' time, so we'll see. I mean, to be honest, I would never put myself into a position where I'm going to go fight someone if I'm not feeling yeah. 100% confident. It's just stupid. Like you know, I'm undefeated at the moment. I want to stay undefeated. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like I didn't feel I was ready for my last one, but. My last opponent had four fights. Yeah. Um. His record, I think, I think his record was like, he lost four fights. Oh, so, right. <laughs> so, so going into that, I kind of had that. No, but, I fucking respect to that guy. Yeah. Keeping going. <laughs> Keeping yeah, yeah, precisely. And he wasn't. To be fair, like, I won't, I won't lie. He wasn't a bad boxer. Yeah. Like, I think for him, it was just him just getting bested each time. Right. Um. Like, you could also say that he's a bad boxer, but but he's no, like, heart. that's what he's got. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got, got heart, like and he and he came to me. He gave a good fight, but he just uh, and you know I, I had the reach advantage, and I think to be honest, that's where I, I kind of dominated. But 
but still we'll see yeah. i don't know if i'm gonna do it in, in, in by the end of the month but i'm gonna have i'm just gonna have to train for it see mm-hmm. how i feel like a week up to it if i'm feeling you know i'm feeling all right then fuck it why not but we'll what was see. it like when you got your hand raised the first time oh good question man like that legit just feels like it just felt like euphoria because it i was in front there was loads of people there i was like the main event the main event I was the last fight on <laughs> and Michelle left Michelle said the main event on them actually so but no get my hand raised I think I, I already kind of knew I won I kind of yeah, yeah I had the feeling and then um, and then the first time like coming out to the ring you just had people like patting my back and that is a feel that, that in boxing is for me what is just it's just the glory and I, I love that um, you, you can't change that I think the best part of it after each one is just giving my dad a hug just seeing him there and just giving him a hug like yo we did the shit we came we did the job and it's done we did it successfully um, but actually after that the best bit was going home to my mum because she didn't want to come watch them of course um, yeah but... which which I get and, I, and to be honest I don't, I don't hold her against it or anything like that I can understand it you know no one wants to see the child getting beaten up this boy don't get beaten up until we know but like no but going back home and like seeing her smile and like being able to give her a hug and show her the trophy that, that for me is like kind of what makes it whole um so yeah i mean yeah getting the hand raised is 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 a great bit but yeah. it's not always gonna happen i don't i'm gonna try and always make it happen but it's not always gonna happen so yeah yeah so um when when it comes to boxing what what how far do you want to take it um for me my dad's probably got more like more ambition for it than i do to be honest he he uh he wants me to go professional like uh, he wants me, wants me to go team gb and go professional and, and all this and that but like for me when when i really work it out it's like it's one of those things where you, you the earlier you get into it the better yeah um i mean just to answer to, to answer your question I'd, I'd say for me now i'd love to get so far as being considered for for the gb team okay that is that that would that would be for me that would be the dream yeah um i i, I go i went to to school with a friend of mine who is on the gb diving team and like his life is like fucking perfect man does um jack daniels still train at tigers does he at the um, ABC. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um I don't see him that often. Okay. I think he's I think he or at least he got he definitely got considered for it, I'm sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I went to school with the, the guy that's now in the G B boxing team. Oh, for um real? yeah, Connor Loftus. Trent oh, Nice. Um Yeah, what, I mean what do you want to do in the future in general? Like do um, you wanna stay like okay, I'll change the question actually. If you didn't have to worry about money at all. Yeah. Like let's say just, not as in you got loads of it, but it just doesn't exist. It's comfortable. Okay. Okay. What are you gonna? What What would you be doing? Um. Oh, either I would be either I would be boxing. Um. Either we either I'd be boxing or I potentially be doing mixed martial arts. Um. And from the other end of the stick of that, if I wasn't doing if I wasn't doing either of those things, I think I'd be doing doing charitable work. Um. Internationally. I think the first time I did do it when I was 17, I went to India and did it for 15 days, just building toilets for this, uh, like, primary school slash orphanage. That kind of, like, hit me, and I was like, holy shit, like, I love this. Change frame loved- of reference yeah, as well for, yeah. like, what's, what's really difficult. Yeah, precisely. Like, you, you oh, man, you, when you go over there and and you actually see how it is, you, you don't realise how, how much, like, me and you, like, well, I don't know, maybe an hour ago now, we just went to a fucking cafe and picked up a bottle of water and, like, a protein bar. I, the entire time I was in India, I was told you, you, you just don't drink from the tap. You drink from the tap, you could die. Um, yeah. So, kind of having to be able, having the 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 accessibility to do the things in this country really makes you makes you take things for granted. Um, another thing as well, I feel um, uh, for some people it might be controversial, but for me, it's just um, humanity. Like seeing, especially seeing the shit that goes on in Syria, um, just the people. I'm more concerned about the people who are losing their homes and getting bombed on a regular basis. Uh, the innocent people, so to speak. Uh, just seeing that on the news, like flicking on, flick on, flick on the TV and seeing something like that. And then switching to, like, I don't know, fucking ITV calendar and someone wants to Someone's speak about, about some fucking old woman who's, <laughs> yeah, who's like tripped over and now she's like suing some fucking company or some shit. I'll just seeing like some fucking dog who's now just learned to surf. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it's people dying like, yo, chill. Come on, surfing dog. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. But I'm I mean, watch a YouTube video. Yeah. I watch the, the Piano Cats, man. They're well cool. Uh, one of those died the other day, actually. 
Yeah, like one of the piano cuts. I think it's like one of the original piano cuts he, that he died. Did they have some like Beethoven symphony at the funeral or something? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but fuck me. That was a damn cute cut. But yeah, but like if I wasn't doing that, I'd be like a real humanitarian um, doing doing things like that. I, I, I don't know. I love it. I think my own, my only, uh, my passion and kind of interest in char- charitable works just, just comes from my mother and stuff that she did. So Yeah. Well, it sounds like you should should take boxing as far as you can. Oh, totally. And, um, hey, fucking travel around the world teaching kids how to box if you want, man. Boom, right there. Do, do you fucking... I mean, we just talked about how much it affected us and how, yeah. how what it gave us. Totally. I'm sure people all over could, could benefit from that kind of thing. No, definitely. You've got to find a way to do it, you know? Exactly. And uh, I think where, where there's will, there's a way. And whilst we're still young, might as well go for it. What about yeah. you? Same question. This is a problem, isn't it? Like, um, since I was 11, all I ever wanted to do was be in the Marines. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, that's like the first thing I could, you know, when people ask you what what you want to do, like, you probably don't even, like, I want to be a fucking fox or something. <laughs> <laughs> Before you're about 11 and you get to high school and people are like, oh, I want to be a doctor or a vet or something. I'm like, I knew what I wanted to be. I want to be a Marine. But went and tried that and I didn't go very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep, <is> <laughs> turns out I am made of glass and I get broken quite easily. <laughs> Welcome um, to the club. Yeah, so... But uh, the things I wanted out of the Marines, I still really want. So, the tribe, basically, that little brotherhood you get. I like that, yeah. I think that's something that we touched back on just like before, like when we talked about what it's like to have brothers. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. I think that's really important. Like, everyone's so more connected these days through like social media. Yeah. And, but we're not really making any proper connections, connections which I think totally. like one of the reasons why I'm doing the podcast. Like, you know, me and you might, I mean, we've been talking for like, Almost an hour now, mm-hmm. and it's gone by like that, really. Yeah, but, precisely. But um, like otherwise, well, me and you probably won't just have a shit sit down and and talk. I mean, we we we'd go out for a drink, and yeah, we'd exactly. go for food, and we'd go on a train. Um, but I've I've loved what we're doing here, and I think what I really get out of doing martial arts, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure you get out of doing boxing. Um, not that boxing isn't a martial art, <laughs> uh, of course. Um, it's just. <laughs> no, I won't. don't go there. Don't start, <laughs> yeah, man. Don't um, start. You know, like I'm doing jujitsu at the moment. And, you know, like it, it is almost like it is very, you know, um, bit like the forces. You all got your same little uniform on. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you got you got the progression system. Yeah, and you all got like this kind of code you stick to, mm-hmm. and you fucking slap hands and bump knuckles, yeah, and you go no, all with each other. Yeah, and, no, I agree. You know, you're learning shit and there's people that are teaching shit and, you know, at the end, you're a fucking sweaty mess yeah, and yeah. you hug the that's guy the next best, to you. That's the best bit, though. And, you know, you feel closer to those people than you ever will with, you know, your friends that you don't go through those hard times. Yeah, with. yeah. That's all, like when we were talking about how much me and you bonded over doing, like, fucking, we'd just get in the ring and just, you know... Like, uh, you know kicks and sparring. Yeah, and, like, doing... Yeah. We'd, we'd just... We'd go hard, like, you know, you'd, yeah. everyone else would do, like, minute-half rounds or three-minute rounds and then switch over. We'd be like, no, let's not switch. Let's just go two, three, three two, minutes, three, yeah. you know, 30-second rest in between. And you five, shout each other. Five, three minutes, yeah. you know. I would, you know, those are like freestyle rounds of just Fuck yeah. aggression, like going out at hundred percent, and you know, it would end and you collapse backwards, and your, <laughs> your chest would be like, <laughs> but still, you like, but your, even your gums would hurt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they would, but you, you'd give each other second wind. Like even we'd we'd often go over like the the session would be like an hour and a half maybe, but we'd still be going on yeah. whilst people like putting the kit away and, and getting out the door. And that's not like just blowing smoke pronouns that's just like I'm sure we weren't very good but it was just yeah. like we got carried away and that was a good thing it was like being in like a room like a little like yeah we were in a in a ring in a room surrounded by kind of people other people mm. but we, it was like our own little, like our own little habitat our own little environment that yeah. we and we kind of set the bar so high high for ourselves that to drop below that it was just like it's just not good not good enough and I think that is for me what Tiger's Gym has uh, has lost it's that kind of that 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 want to just be and do better rather than just you know go and learn do a few roundhouses do a few jab crosses like we out of breath and that's the session done it's yeah. like for me it was like having to you forcing me to like lift my hands up and then continue doing uh, I don't know, remembering four different combinations whilst doing freestyle in between yeah, that. Yeah. Like combo one, combo two, freestyle and, and like kind of, you know, pushing that mental effort as well as that physical effort was a, 
was just a dynamic that you know tough, worked well. that's what kind of builds those strong bonds like, like we're right. talking about and that's how you get those those tribes and i think it's really important and i i think that now is the time in your life you really got to do it because when we get older like you get your own little tribe and that's your family like you know you find your missus like your kids like my brother's done and you know, he's not got so much time for me anymore which is you know it's fair enough naturally like we're meant to be in tribes like yeah yeah you know? no for real um I read, I read a really good book called um, called Tribe by this guy Sebastian Younger. Nice. He's like this war reporter, and um, he talks about a whole host of things of how like tribal societies and like how the mental health is just like so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and how like no one from tribal societies will like run off to go join modern day civilization, but there's loads of examples of like modern day or like the last few hundred years of people mm-hmm. going back and like, living with the Native Americans and that kind of thing. I think it's really there's something that we really miss and I definitely miss it having that like kinship with people so I want to do so get back to the actual question I want to do something um, where I kind of get to have that tribe so it might be that I just gotta go uh, and get as fucking good as I can at doing you know jiu jitsu or Uh tie boxing or wrestling and and open up my own thing Um, although I don't think I'll ever be that good because I think like there's fighters for the UFC like kind of open up their own gym and it doesn't go well yeah well but that's it like the thing is like I mean if Tiger's gym was just starting out now um, I don't know if it would do as well yeah. As it as it has done now, the thing is with with Tiger's gym is that it did it has evolved from going. It's like you know that you you've got these in our in, for us growing up you had these all stars who were just like just fucking sick at it like they were just good and they all had something different. Um, you're like an immovable object like Nick and then you had like a fucking unstoppable force like Brendan yeah. and then like kind of now like we've said it's kind of moved much more into like a social thing but that's not kind of bad because people are going away and that's giving that it's that word of mouth which is getting. Tiger's gym around which, yeah. which, which is always bringing in like even though we'd see new people coming we'd all it'd always be new people coming like you see yeah. people come and go but like they always like it's like a, like, like a rotating door yeah if, um, if Tigers had found a way to retain people a lot better then yeah. they'd be so successful I mean yeah, not that they're not now I mean look how much Gary and Shell go on like holidays and stuff I mean yeah. I feel like we've hated a bit on Gary and Michelle we are but and they're great like, they're, but, they're, yeah. they were my they were my um Watching McCollum's, they were my, um, for like, not, I was gonna say foster carers, <laughs> um, childminders as I was growing up. Like, yeah, yeah. they've been in my life since I was, since I can't even remember. So, and, and like, I would not, I would not change them for a, for a thing. Like, they, I do, um, I do definitely would say that they, I do definitely, Jesus Christ, I definitely would say that they are, you know, have played a big part in my development as growing up. So, yeah, absolutely. We don't mean to hate on them a lot, but no, no, <laughs> no they are just, great. Yeah. That's just that's just our own personal opinion of you know, the of the training and, and the gym itself. But but I we're mean, harsh critics because yeah, exactly. Cause we, it's like when you you can give your friend the most shit because you're his friend, and yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, so, but what I was what I was what I was trying to say in regards to you is like you have worked in, you have been in those both both environments one where it's a little bit more social one where it's a bit more tough and you, you've got you've got that to bring like like you said these professional UFC fighters yeah they're opening up their own gyms but they're kind of really just bringing that uh, that kind of professional aspect if you're yeah. going from a point of view where you actually just want to bring a tribe of people who are literally like a team or almost a family people yeah. like that people like to be included yeah so. I think they're almost like some kind of things I, I don't really like training people like one to one like I don't like uh, people that don't want to be there like like people say, oh, why do you go do like PT work? And I'm like, nah, because there's people show up and they're like, oh, I don't really want to lift this. this or I don't yeah. really want to do this. I'm like, well, go go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Go outside <laughs> and play hard and go fuck yourself. <laughs> and, uh, um, but I wanted to like open up gym, gym or something, and then have like a, an entrance fee. Yeah, Joining yeah. fees, thousand burpees. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I w- I would love to kind of like. It'd be so cool if you did actually build up a gym, which is just so so you impressive. Can't get into like, it. Yeah, like <laughs> you have to go through some torturous process just to get on like the fucking like bronze standard membership. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's why something that like, really appealed for me in the Marines because it's like it's like it's the most exclusive boys club in the world. Like, you're right. You can't buy your way into it. Like, you know, princes have tried, but you know, you don't get. No. You only pay with hard work and determination. Yeah. Um. This could go on for a while, but I think we should just close on yeah, something man. that's very close to our Yo, hearts. Yeah, totally. um, Samurai Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I I watched I literally watched Samurai Jack like a couple of a couple of uh, months ago, and I was like, 
why why did they still not just play this on TV? It is so good. It's so legit. It's so good. Yeah. And like the theme the theme track to it. Oh, thinking, man, oh, Will I Am. Yeah, exactly. That's Will I Am's like, best track. It's only like <laughs> cartoons about them when we were growing up, they were throwing hip hop in there. I'm like, fucking hell, why do they still not do this? This is why kids today are so fucking uncultured and listen to shit music. Yeah, because like. <laughs> Little Wayne took off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because people were like growing up fucking watching, I don't know, what is some modern day cartoons? Exactly. Who knows? Like, I don't know. Um, they're probably just remaking Pokemon. Re- and <laughs> exactly, remaking Pokemon. It's crazy. I, I guess 90s cartoons still. They just get remade, like Transformers is still yeah, getting exactly. Well, that's eighties, isn't it? Even um, for me, yeah. But have you? Did you watch the season, the last season, Samurai Jack? Like they, uh, they no. did like a last season, like I think it's season five. Seriously? Yeah, and like it's. Jack, me. Yeah, you gotta go watch it, man. I'm gonna go check that actually. You gotta go. Wait, is that the one where he gets his rubber arm? He's he's riding like he he gets a motorcycle right and like a suit of armor and in Holy I shit. don't think he gets a robot arm, but it's fucking legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man around. Samurai Jack I started to actually watch, watch um, One Punch Man recently not seen it I've been watching um, dude you like it I watched <laughs> somehow in the last few years I watched the whole of Naruto like every, uh, yeah all like all fucking 700 episodes and now I've started too many now I've started watching uh, Boruto <laughs> Bru- I started watching that like, first couple of episodes it- I watched the film <laughs> Uh, Bruto the film. film. Yeah, Bruto the film. Hell, I'm watching that straight Honestly, away. Get on that. Naruto, Sasuke makes his little appearance. He's so cool and so sexy. Uh, but honestly, <laughs> he's just like, the film, it's, <laughs> it is it is legit. It's a shit. Um, thingy son's in there. What's his name? Um, guy who trained um, Sasuke, Snake. Oh, um, why have I just forgotten Orochimaru. his name? Orochimaru. Orochimaru. Uh, yeah, he's got, it's on um, Misuzuki. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's funny, that guy. I like him. Weird, weird reference um, he, his son makes in the end of the film in regards to Ruchimaru. Um, All right. You, you have to, you have to, watch, you have to watch it at yeah, the end. It's, I won't spoil it, but you, okay, you'll I'm be not, like... I'm not going to spoil a TV show for you and you don't spoil a movie for me. Okay, okay. I don't know about that. Fuck your life up, boy. Right, come here, I really enjoyed this, mate. Yeah, let's do it again. Close it off. Honestly. Peace.